0: greetings and welcome back to the talk with history podcast i am your host scott here with my wife and historian jen hello on this podcast we talk about history's continuing impact on society as well as our personal journey through YouTube as we explore, record, and share our history walks with you, the listeners. Jen, this is our fifth podcast for Talk With History, and before we get into the main points today, I'm going to make a call for what I'm calling, I'm going to call the five-star question of the week. So if you are listening to this podcast, iTunes reviews help very much. So I encourage you to go onto iTunes to leave us a five-star review. And if you ask a question in that review, we will do our absolute best to answer that question at the opening in this particular part of the podcast of future podcasts. So I'm asking our, our listeners to, to help us out, to help us grow with a five-star iTunes review. If you want to ask a question in that review, I will do my best to answer that question in a future episode. All right, moving on. So, Jen, who are we talking about today?
1: Today, we are going to talk about the the queen of comedy, Lucille Ball.
0: The first lady of comedy, Lucille Ball. Give us some backstory on why Lucille Ball for this particular episode.
1: So, Lucille Ball... We had lived in Erie, Pennsylvania, and we didn't realize how close Jamestown, New York was to us, and that is where she grew up. That's where she was born and where she grew up all the way through high school, and at one point, like I had said before, I was off of social media looking at YouTube, and I had wondered, what is there to see in Jamestown, New York, surrounding Lucille Ball? I want to see what other people have done. And other people had gone to, there's some, you'll see our Walk With a History video if you watch it. There's some big murals in Jamestown dedicated to her. There's some statues dedicated to her. Um, the homes that she lived in, born in, lived in are still there. And she's actually buried there. So there's a pretty good story you can tell about her life. But no one was really telling all of it. And when they were telling it, it was just the surface, nothing really digging into her life and and the events of her early childhood that made her the woman that she was and connecting those to why she is so groundbreaking. And so I really thought that we could do a really great video on her and the things that she did that were just, just so in a the innovations that she made and the things that she did that were just so different that no one had done before. And there's a museum there as well. Yeah. So we do two separate videos.
0: So if for some weird reason someone is listening to this podcast and they have never heard of mm-hmm. Lucille Ball, they've never seen I Love Lucy, they've never seen her surprised face or watched the episode where she eats all the chocolate bonbons from the, so in the factory, why don't you tell them who Lucille Ball is
1: so she again is the like we said the queen of comedy first lady of comedy she was very good at physical comedy and she does one of the first tv shows that centers around a woman and she's basically the star of the show and it's very physical slapstick comedy and it's groundbreaking for many reasons mo. First of all, because of her. Second of all, she has a husband who's Cuban. And so they're breaking ground, breaking a cultural stereotype. Because at first, they didn't want her to have a Cuban husband. But she wanted Desi with her on the show. They had been married for 10 years. They had been trying to make it in the Hollywood industry. And they weren't having very good luck.
0: Now, they started, didn't they start on radio?
1: She started on radio with another person. Okay. My favorite husband. Yeah. And it was a big radio show. And that's when they asked her to do a TV show. And so she, at that point, had been around movies long enough. she They also call her the queen of B-movies. She's done a lot of B-movies. She had been around Hollywood enough to know that when you have lightning in a bottle, that you can make some requests. And so she she pushed for Desi at first. They did not want Desi on the show with her, but they went and did vaudeville together and they brought their act to vaudeville that the things that they do together. And it was such a big hit. And we talked about vaudeville before it's kind of like live action comedy shows. It's like, it's like going to a, a variety comedy show.
0: Yeah. And, and for those who, who aren't familiar with vaudeville and maybe you haven't seen many, I love Lucy episodes. She is a physical as you said, she's a physical comedian. Mm-hmm. Large expressions. She would have been great on Broadway. Yes. Right? She's she's just large and, and just that whole physical comedy. So that works in vaudeville because vaudeville is a traveling more in person yes. type show.
1: Yeah. You're putting on a you're putting on a routine right. for people. you it's more than just radio, is you're you're doing the visual side of it. And that's the whole I I love Lucy she's always getting into like these situations where she's contorting her body or hurting her body or trying to hide or some kind of something funny. That's also physical. Um, So that is what kind of, she breaks away in that regard. She breaks away with insisting Desi is cast in the show and she's older She's 40 years old when they start I Love Lucy.
0: Which, is, which that surprised me yeah. when I found that out. I mean, I, I and maybe it's black and white TV mm-hmm. of the time. But she was, I mean, she, she was successful in Hollywood as a B-movie actress mm-hmm. because she was attractive. She was, she was. She was very, very pretty. And black and white, you know, probably a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. But she also had really good genes, yes. you know.
1: But then she gets pregnant two years into the show. And it's th- the biggest rated show people say that everybody was in their homes from 9 to 9 30 when i love lucy was on
0: now, was it was it a hit show right with season one
1: right with season one oh. and then she got pregnant and then she's like well we're gonna have to end the show because nobody had ever been pregnant on a tv show before
0: because this was the early this was 51 this,
1: 50, this is 1952 yeah. she has the she has little desi um who in in little ricky in the show but in real life she's pregnant with desi um in 1953 and so they can't even say pregnant on air they have to say expecting and then the title of the episode is i think pregnant in french like they don't even use the word pregnant in english for the script And, but it is like the most watched TV show. Everybody watches Lucy have the baby, right? Like, it's not graphic, of course, but that was a huge TV show. And of course it would be because this is the baby boomer generation, right? Everybody is actually doing that. They can identify in real life, right? Yeah, Yeah,
0: they can identify with Lucy. Hey, we are like them because they're having a baby.
1: Yes. Yeah. So she took a huge risk in doing that on TV. I mean, she's actually pregnant, not pretending to be pregnant. She's actually pregnant. So that was a huge risk, but it was a huge payoff. It was the biggest rated TV show for the longest time.
0: So, so what do you think kind of gave her the chops to, to make a call like that?
1: Well, that's what I think people, if you understood her childhood and where she came from, you would understand these huge risks that she takes One of her, um, she gave an interview to Rolling Stone and people were telling her how funny she was and she would insist that she's not funny. Her writers were funny. Her directors were funny. The situations were funny. But what I am is brave. And I actually say that at the end of uh, one of the Walk With History episodes. So what makes her so brave? So she's brave putting herself out there. Right. Right? She's brave to do, now, what she's not giving herself credit for is comedic timing. Because yes, you can do what your writers and directors are telling you to do. And the, the physical talent. The, but if you don't have the timing of it, it's not funny. And so she has that comedic timing, but the thing that she says is she's brave to put herself out there, and she was. And I think if you understood where she comes from in her childhood, you would understand where that bravery comes from. So that's where we start in Jamestown. That's where we kind of start her story.
0: Yeah, because she's, she's, she didn't start in a Hollywood family.
1: No, her family was pretty lower class. And she's born in Jamestown, but her father dies when she's three years old. And her mother is pregnant with her brother when he dies. And then they they move away. They move back to Jamestown to move in with her grandparents because her mother... Can't make ends meet. Basically, they move back with her grandparents, and her grandparents don't live quite, quite in Jamestown. They live in what is called Sailoron, which is like a suburb of Jamestown, and she loves Sailoron because it's a lake town. And actually, when we went there and we were filming at the Luso Ball Park, people actually thought we were there bird watching yeah. because it's such a beautiful area. It's, it's kind a, of a tourist. Yes, and it's like a bird sanctuary and. They have both of the statues there. So just an off, an offset, there's two I Love Lucy statues at Sailoran in the I Love Lucy Park. And the reason why there's two, and we go into this a little in the video, is one got a reputation of Ugly Lucy and one got the reputation of Lovely Lucy. So Ugly Lucy or Scary Lucy was the first one. And it depicts her in the Vita Meta... You gotta say it, Vitamin. It.
0: Vitamita Medimond.
1: Vitamita Mediment commercial. And so she's holding the bottle and she's like smiling, but the smile looks almost like a sneer. Yeah, and and,
0: and let's be real, the it, the face on that first statue was not <laughs> It's not, it, not great. It, it was a little scary. It's
1: not complimentary. Yeah. So it got a lot of buzz a Facebook buzz and stuff. So they
0: And that was not that long. I mean, it was no, maybe 10 years ago. 10
1: years, yeah. So they commissioned another statue. And the other statue is more it's it, it not only complements her more, but it is a more beautiful rendition of her and it's it's just her I think like everyday Lucy look with the polka dot dress yeah. which is a very iconic dress that she wore and a pocketbook and her hair done up and so that one's like in the center of the park with the scary Lucy they kind of put off to the side. To the side. side. So we were in Ceyloron. So that's where her grandparents live in Ceyloron and she loved it there. It's a very touristy town. It's a very amusement park kind of place. They had um, a carousel at that park and she just loved being there. But something happens in 1927 uh, on the 4th of July. Her brother was about to turn 12. Her brother's name was Freddie and she was she was 16 at the time. And her grandfather bought a rifle and he brought it home and it was for Freddie's birthday. And he said, no one can shoot this today. We're going to, we're going to do it the next day where I can take the time and show you how to do everything. So that next day he was showing them all about the rifle and he put up tin cans for them to shoot. And Freddie had his girlfriend, Johanna over and the neighborhood boy Warner had come over and Freddie had taken some turns and johanna wanted a turn and just as johanna was about to shoot warner's mother called for him to come home and he jumped up just as johanna fired the gun and it went right into his back and it severed his spinal cord and warner never walked again and the research i'd done warner basically didn't make it out of his teenage years either and um the family had offered to pay all the medical bills. However, it went to lawsuit. And the family took everything, took their house, took all the furniture, took anything they ever had. And the grandfather, I mean, from what Lucille had said, it, it like the life went out of him. He never worked again. He was never happy again he was never helpful again he just was basically that was the end of him
0: yeah and you said lucy was 16 when she was 16 yeah so she was smacking the middle Mm -hmm. of high school in her prime young years
1: so then they had to move back to jamestown so they went from a nice suburb back to the the city jamestown is kind of like a blue collar new york town smaller it's in upper state new york So like we said close to close to erie and um she went to the local high school there. They moved into a, a small apartment. So her grandparents and her and her brother and her mother. And she went to the local high school there. And she tried to throw herself into drama and into acting. And her drama coach told her that she just didn't have what it takes to be an actress. Yeah. She was never going to make it. In
0: every, every Everybody loves uh, stories like that. Yeah. when you can look back at hindsight and, and be like, wow, that that drama teacher was... A little bit off.
1: Yeah. So she had, again, discouragement again. But she she wanted it. She wanted to try. She really loved acting. And she really loved performing. And so she went to New York City. And from New York City, she went to L.A. And like I said, she was Chorus Girl and did B-movies. And she met Desi. And they got married and but she and and her and Desi did not have an easy marriage in the beginning. It was very infidelity and drinking and those things. And but she persevered through it all. So that's why I think Lucille Ball, you have to understand a lot of what she's coming from. So when I Love Lucy comes around and it has such success, it's because she she knows what she wants, first of all. And she is willing to take a risk. She's brave. She's willing to say, I want my husband and we're actually going to film it this way. So what they did that was so innovative with film is they used film. So it wasn't wasn't a live performance like they used to be where now you don't get reruns of old shows because.
0: So, so were they, was that, was the I Love Lucy show, was it really like the very first one? Yeah. So it was the very first yes. TV show that to use film. To use film. So that they, more could, expensive. They, they could have reruns, mm-hmm. essentially.
1: Yeah, because she knew, wow. again, that this would bring in, even though it was more expensive to do, so less salary, um, in the long run, it was going to pay off. And so they started their Desi Lu production company because that's what they wanted to do and no one was really gonna back them. So they started their own production company.
0: And they and and if I remember right, you know, and we'll talk about the museum a little bit, but even in the museum, they talk about some of the innovations beyond mm-hmm. just being the first ones to use film for, yes. for things like reruns.
1: Yes. And that's actually where Desi comes in a lot. He reminds me a lot of you, actually, because he's so innovative with the technology. That he, even though he he knows this is not what's mainstream right now, he sees the future and knows that this is going to be the future of a film.
0: Yeah, and I think if I remember right, they actually had the old film reels there. Mm-hmm. And they, they were the first sh- TV show. If you think about some of those old TV shows, a lot of them, picture them in your mind, and it's like if they're performing on a stage, there's one angle mm-hmm. where... The Isle of Lucy show and what Desi Arnaz started doing was multiple shots, multiple angles, if I remember correctly. Yes, for
1: that's the exactly for the angles. same for mm-hmm. the same
0: scene, and and splicing those together. He I, he was the first one to do
1: that. He was. He was. So she she's the first woman of a major production company, but he's the first one to see those innovations are actually going to pay off in the long run because that's what people will want to see and that's what people will want to watch. Yeah. Um, and they do some great shows. They do Star Trek. Like people don't realize they're there. Yeah,
0: they're production company. I encourage folks, if, if you're a Lucille Ball fan, go go watch it. Go find our videos because we show some of the shows that they produced
1: mm-hmm. and they're huge, yes. huge shows. Yes. And they were really adamant about multicultural casting. Yeah. So think we about, think, s- about Star Trek. think about Star Trek. Yeah. They were they pushed that because they knew that that was a better reflection of America. Yeah. And I think because she understood being married to um a Cuban, a man who was Cuban American, so he was also getting stereotyped and ostracized for his race she understood that America was changing and people were going to want to see themselves represented on TV and that's why they pushed for this multi-race cast in Star Trek plus this was supposed to be very futuristic and so they knew the future was just going to keep evolving so I was it's just, she's so innovative when it comes to that Lucille Ball I think people pigeonhole her into comedy she really was this feminist. I see her as somebody who is really seeing the bigger picture and making the decisions for that bigger picture. Even though she's a woman and she's groundbreaking all these things in the 1950s, she wants to have the say and so she gives herself the position to have that say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it really was incredible. Learning more about her because I knew her for I Love Lucy. That was it. Yeah. That's all I knew her for. Not for the innovations, not for what she did. You know, never in a million years knew until we literally were doing the video that she was 40 when she started I Love Lucy. Yes. Right. So think about all that years of experience behind her already. Yes. When she's starting that show and breaking on really really breaking out in the TV and movie industry.
1: And she was so supportive of other women. Like Carol Burnett gives Lucille Ball credit for her career. And if you, Carol Burnett is huge in comedy and performance, right? But she, because Lucille Ball took her under her wing and really mentored her, she really gives her a lot of credit. And there's a, I think it's a biography or a, a movie being filmed right now about Lucille's life yeah, that's right? right and it's it's Nicole Kidman who's playing Lucille Ball right and there was a lot of criticism about that because people are like well Nicole Kidman's not funny and there was actual people who were who said I should play her cuz I'm funny and her daughter stepped in and said this is not my mom is not the funny woman right? Like you, that's, that's the hardest part I think they had in their life. It's everyone saw them as Lucy Arnaz Mm -hmm. or or, or, or Lucy Ricardo and Ricky Ricardo, but they weren't those two people. They were Lucy Arnaz and Desi Arnaz, completely different people. And her daughter was like, Nicole Kidman is perfect to play my mother because what you don't see is she's, she's making all the, she's, she's, She's the one who's okaying all the scripts. She's in the writers' room, reading everything off with the writers. Okay, we'll do that. No, we won't do that. Okay, we'll do that. She has the end say. Yeah.
0: And actually, one of the clips that I put in our video was them accepting an award. Yes. I think an Emmy. And mm-hmm. the first people she talks about is the writers. Yeah. She said she says on stage, "I wish we could have the writers up here."
1: Yes. But and I, she's very serious, right? Yeah. She's very serious accepting that award. Yeah. Because in the long run, she's a businesswoman. Right? She's definitely funny and she's a comedian, but she is a businesswoman and she's moving the film comedy industry forward. And she's making these big decisions and she's doing it in a marriage that isn't always the easiest marriage, but yet they have a business partnership. And she's raising two children later in life. So, all of these struggles, this is why Lucille's daughter, who's also named Lucy, says that Nicole Kidman was better for this role. And I don't think people were realizing, because people always think of Lucille Ball as the comedian, which is great. But there was so much more to her, and I hope we had kind of gotten that across in the video, that what she did was so groundbreaking for women, but just for comedians in general. I mean, how many comedians look up to Lucille Ball, we said, right? Oh, yeah. It was like, I mean, today, Jimmy Fallon. right? Jay Leno. You know, Jay Leno, I mean,
0: all all, all those. So all many those people big look names. up
1: to her. Yeah. For what she did, and that's regardless of male or female.
0: So. Yeah, and and we actually did two videos. We did kind of her, her life in hometown, and then we did the museum. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the what the museum
1: has. So the we do the museum just so you can kind of learn the logistics of it because it's it's two separate museums, kind of put into one. Right, right? next to each other. There's one about their personal lives. And the personal life one is you can't take a lot of film in there. You can't take a lot of footage in there because there's personal artifacts that they don't want a lot of people to have pictures and see. And um, and so that kind of goes into their lives before they met each other, after they met each other, their marriage, after their marriage. And the other museum, because you walk out of the one and go into the other, is the Desilu Production Museum. yeah, And that one shows you the set they recreate the set of I Love Lucy. They recreate the stage where they f- they filmed My Favorite Husband. Have, I mean, they
0: have copies of like the Emmys.
1: Yes, they have all the Emmys. They have five uh, are, Emmys. And there. I assume
0: not. Are they the real ones? They're the real ones. Oh
1: wow! Yeah, that was cool. And they have the, they have that film machine you yep. were talking about where they they shot three separate angles and they would cut it. So you could get that three-dimensional
0: yeah that that was actually probably my favorite seeing that the, that second museum because again you kind of have to walk out of one building and into the next but that second museum I mean they have a full size recreation of the apartment the, the Ricardo apartment yes.
1: Which you know, is a fictional address. It's a it's a fictional address, mm-hmm.
0: but um, they show clips and they talk about other actors and actri- actresses. Yeah, the two you know, that they were Ruby with, and Vance and, and... Um, and Lucy, she had done films and with the I Love Lucy show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that drew a bunch of big names, so they got cameos from oh, folks like John Wayne, John
1: Wayne, huge Bob Hope, right? I, lots of people wanted to be on Lo- Lo- I Love Lucy. Uh, her and John Wayne, like got along really well for a long time. And so, yeah, there was a lot of famous people who did cameos also on I Love Lucy.
0: And, and it was interesting. They had a, a fair amount dedicated to actually their co-stars. Yes. And their co-stars were actually like kind of like very high quality yeah. act, actor and actress. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they had done a lot before I Love Lucy. Yes. So it was this kind of perfect storm mm-hmm. that came together with, with folks that were, Later along in life, right, Professional. 40, yeah. 40 plus years old, they had already been acting for for quite some time. Um, so it was it was fun, yeah, doing this video. And it and
1: tons of artifacts her. in there. So if you yeah. wanted to see her outfits from certain skits that she had done with Desi on the show, they had tons of the outfits and artifacts from that show. And they had the Emmys, like you said, they had a recreation of the set. On a smaller scale, so you could kind of see how they they worked the show, and uh, you could film your own commercial. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. We we do our best to to try and do that. And we drove around Jamestown. We saw all the murals all, the all murals. over. There's murals that show pictures of her and Desi mm-hmm. that show scenes from some of her most famous yes. "I Love Lucy" episodes. Yes, um, it's there's a lot of "I Love Lucy" in and around Jamestown.
1: They do they do really love her there and and then she's buried there so um with her family so you can also visit her grave there as well but it's a it's a it's a great town and if you ever get out there it's i don't realize i didn't realize how much i loved lucy until i went there and was like so appreciative of who she was and what she did they have a great gift shop there at the museum too but i was really surprised how much i really loved it i i mean why we watched i love lucy here and there mm-hmm. but i was not a huge i love lucy fan but after going there yeah,
0: it makes you appreciate her a lot more
1: yeah there's a lot to. and her. there's
0: a whole nother museum that she's a part of it's mm-hmm. in town it's the uh comedy museum
1: comedy museum mm-hmm. but
0: that has comedies across all ages
1: yes and that's comedians. all comedians yeah. so but it's in jamestown it's probably in jamestown because of her
0: yeah, most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she had quite the impact uh, on this life. Um, so, yeah, again, I, I encourage folks to go look up the videos if you guys are curious. If this sounded interesting and you want to see it, you can go find this, those couple videos on our Walk With History YouTube channel. Um, and really, to, to summarize what we learned about Lucy is that she was a groundbreaker, breaker, not only for women— but for the TV and movie industry, period, right? She, she brought diversity to the silver screen with her husband when no one else was doing that. Mm-hmm. Desilu Productions was innovators of their time and they really moved the film industry forward. They did firsts and continued to do firsts mm-hmm. all throughout their years. And Lucy Ball, she showed America and the world what women were capable of, not just in comedy, but also in the workplace. Yes. So again, thank you. To everyone who's listening, please reach out to us through our website, talkwithhistory.com. That's talkwithhistory.com. But more importantly, if you know someone else that might enjoy this podcast, please share this with them. Uh, word of mouth is really one of the best ways for a podcast to grow in its early, early stages, which is where we are at right now. And so we rely on you, our community, to grow, and we appreciate all of our listeners every day.
1: Yes. And if you want to comment with your favorite I Love Lucy episode... There's some good ones out there.
0: That'd be great. That'd be great. So again, thank you all. And we will talk to you all next time.
1: Thank you.